Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. Amen. 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 So, where are we at today? We're not in Romans, you said? Oh, we are in Romans. Yes, sir. I thought you said we weren't. Okay. If you guys didn't show up, we're going to be somewhere else. So we're going to be in Romans 9 tonight. Yeah. Um, so let's open up with a word of prayer. Um, on, on that note, let's pray for um, leading in. Let's pray for Mary and James Teddy. Yeah. Yes. Let's pray for um, Aunt Janet. Has a, has a, she's in the hospital with an infection. And Matt and Matt and Allie. Allie, they're sick. And Cody, we're up to you got that? Yes. Well enough. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we're able to make it to your house tonight to have fellowship, Father. Just bless anyone else who's still on their way. And Father, just may we feel your presence, your peace, and your mercy here as we continue on with this study. Father, may it touch hearts and just... Heal those who are in need of it and reach them in ways that only you can know, Father. Father, we lift up Aunt Janet to you and her struggles, as well as Matt and Allie, Father, and Mary Jane. You know what's happening, Father. We just lift it up to you and ask that your hands placed over them for their needs. Father, just let us all be in agreement and say amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Well done. What? Starting with me? You starting? No. I'm starting. You're starting stuff. You started it. Unless you left it out there. I didn't have his backpack. Because it has his Bible. Everything in it. Let's go, Michael. No, he didn't even go in there. He just came back here. Angie? Angie? No. Where's she at? Did you call her? Your namesake. I can act like it. You already are. Okay. (laughs) I can't rise past it. I'll act like it. No, don't. Rise above it and stop acting like it. Hey, well, there we go. Nah. Yeah. I'm worship. <coughs> I got you, brother Nick. Don't worry. Hey, <laughs> come, come here, take care of him. <coughs> Mary Jane says, Hello, everyone, from me and Leah. Hi, guys. Uh, Wish you guys were here. And Allie said, is Nick leading Bible study tonight? Also, hi, Allie. Hi, everyone. No. Yeah, Nick is leading Bible study. No, Allie. I'm not. You should be here. Did we get into the like, reminders at all? we get into the reminders at all? Nope. And uh, I think, uh, hi, Kathy, I'm you. just assuming. <laughs> That's like, you know, Carol Burnett used to do. Yeah, I remember. Okay. All right, since you guys are all in the chat, don't forget tomorrow is Good News Nights. Good news. Yeah. And it'll be a short episode. I think it's like 30 minutes long. What's the good news? The good news is Jesus died for our sins. Amen. Uncle, go get me a Coke. To be reconciled. Go get me a Coke. I think the best news is that he raised up. Jinx. 
That's it. That is the definition. Oh, you said it at the same time. That is what our whole faith is believed on or founded on. So, with that being said, we'll be on episode three of season two. And any other announcements? Sunday potluck. Oh, yeah. Sunday's the potluck. So, bring your stuff. And bring a hungry belly. Or bring yourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of those stuff. I might. We'll figure it out but if you I don't like, bring anything, so don't worry. Assuming Laura. Bring, bring your rice and beans for your little belly. Oh, yeah. Yes, potluck and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that man eats a lot. Yeah, was, huh? yeah. That man eats a lot. <laughs> I can tell. Every time I see him, he's got something in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's messed <laughs> up. You made me when I was young. I'd go order something. Okay, I'll have two dogs, strawberry, two cheese fries, butter rings. Yeah, I I'm never that I much. I, I wish okay. I was that much. I can't even eat that much. If I, I think if I like, if I worked out or I was like a runner, I'd probably eat like that. Come on, it's a tapeworm. Yeah, it could be that. Sound like Joe Biden. Man, you I'm a doctor. Okay. You're in church. Get that out of your mouth. So we are in. Romans 9. Oh, I didn't hear you. I heard him. Yes. I mean, we've opposite. Romans 9. And are you guys ready for yes, this yes. epic chapter Amen. that apparently yes. no one likes to preach on or Rolls. touch on? I speak the truth. I'm not lying. They, they don't want to preach on it because it's so good. Or they don't understand it. One of the two. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I would hope it's the first. You know, this is this is really good, and I was, I had, I had read this, and then I was kind of reflecting. I was uh, reading um, Isaiah forty-three. I was in Obadiah, and Isaiah forty-three is talking about the promise to his children, Israel, and, and um, you know, uh, behold, forget the former things. Behold, I'm making a way, yeah. a new way. Don't you perceive it? You know, and, and um, and it's a promise to his children. And then I was reminded of this. I'm like, hey, yeah, that's not a promise for Israel. It's a promise for God's children. And not all Israel is Israel. That's what this is going to go into. Yeah. And it explains how, how we are heirs to a lot of the promises that were made in the Old Testament. Yeah, like our forefathers. Our forefathers. Yeah. Yep. We have become adopted yep. into yes. that lineage. And he goes into it deeper in the next couple of chapters, too. Grafted in and all this. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like This is one of my favorite chapters because it's right after what we just all learned. So it all fits in with it. You know, and Paul Paul's kind of grieving because he poured his heart out in these first eight chapters. And as we can in the first verse, you can tell that he's being almost persecuted by his own people. Mm-hmm. Right. Saying that I'm not lying. This is the truth. You know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into it. It's a I'll see. We'll see how far we get. But I, I want to read the. Instead of just one through five, we're gonna go all the way to twenty-nine because okay. it kind of it kind of just bleeds into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll take the we'll take the importance out of the first five chapter, uh, I mean first verses, and then. Why did we have twenty-nine? I'm just pretty curious. Um, we got section I, by eight. section. Yeah, I, I, just usually by the passage. It's all one. Oh. Because oh, that's when right, right, right. Oh, I get you. I get at you. verse thirty yeah. goes also into what that what what then shall we say? You know, it goes into the next the next mm-hmm. question. Okay. 
You know, one of the one of the cool things you bring up too. It's not cool, but but um, <laughs> but Paul, when every city he went into, he first went to the synagogues first, and he Jew. preached there. And and a lot of times they accepted him and invited him back, and then they got jealous because such a big crowd was listening to him and 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 cast him out. And so then he preached to the Gentiles. So he he was always preaching to his people first because that's where his heart was. Yeah, you know. And then you also got to understand is uh, the the Gentiles weren't reached until about like ten years after uh, Christ. At first, it was just right. just the Jews. You know, and the Jews are the ones who saw him the most. There's yeah. very few. I don't know that that actually put him on that cross. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, but we would have done the same thing. We were right there with them, yeah. right? It's funny, too, because that's no. why a lot of the persecution... No. <laughs> that's why a lot of the persecution of You're the probably Jews. more Roman than I am. No. <laughs> when in Rome. Negatives, right? <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> that's why a lot of the persecution of the Jewish nation came to be is because <laughs> yeah. blaming them for killing Jesus. Yeah. Are you saying you're Egyptian? I'm just kidding. Even Don't though you everything know? was politics, oh, you yeah. know, they did all that because of politics. And, and well, of course. Yeah. And if the Jewish hadn't killed him, somebody would have because it, it had to come about this right. way. Yeah, yeah. Had exactly. And that, it was written. It, had it, it didn't manifest. matter who it was. You know, like, I like Crowder, so a lot of his songs talk about, you know, it was my sins that put him there. I pounded the nails, you know, and stuff like that. It's, you know, we would have done it. Yeah, and, and, and we did it because it was for our sins that he took that cross. And if we, I love the saying, if you were the only person on earth, Christ still would have did it. Yeah, and we but, still would have done the cross, not our fault, but Ben's fault. Wow. Also, yeah, Jake, yeah. I'll be the Roman. Yeah, Even. you'll be the Roman. I'll be the Roman. It's yeah. true. What did Christ say about the centurion's faith? That it was beautiful. I haven't even no seen like a faith in like this yeah. in all of Israel. <laughs> there was no other lands, but no other. You're falling short, Orlando. Yeah, right here, so I'm falling short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't can't yeah, they can actually. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, uh, it's one of my favorite songs ever. It goes, Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. What does that mean? That's uh, it's a song, David Crowder's. No, yeah, it wasn't me. Oh, then. What does it mean? Yeah, tell us what it means. Tell us what it means. <laughs> it's one of your favorite songs. You got to know what it means. Behold the man upon a cross, and I'm just gonna break this down for, uh, line by line. Behold the man upon a cross. He's talking about Jesus when he's dying, when he's dying on the cross, nailed to the cross for our sins. My sin upon his shoulders is him taking our sin to be able to to give us life and things like that. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice called out among the stalkers. Basically, every single one of us, no matter what we do, because we sin, because we continue to sin on a daily basis, we're the people who sit there and scoff at him and laugh at him. Up until we actually give our life to Christ, then we're put on the cross with him. Um, it, 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 it was my second there until my until it was accomplished. 
his dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. And it's basically, again, that the, it was my sin that held him there. It was the sin that he kept on him while he was on the cross for us. Until it was accomplished, it, it's talking about him defeating death in that sense, not just dying. It was him defeating death, and that was until it was accomplished. Um, <clears throat> Putting yeah. sin in the ground. Yeah. And walking out of there alive. His dying breath is, uh, I think it's Eloi, Eloi, Lamash, Abathany. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It's the same uh, things that we say like when we're not in Christ and stuff like that, or we're not doing what we're supposed to do. It's like, why, God, why am I actually go go through this? It's the same thing he did. Or same, same thing he did. And he literally said, um, what, what, "What was the other thing he said?" They, they, just, they, they know not what they do. Yeah. No. He said seven different yeah. things. But when we not put our, yeah. our trust and our faith in him, it was what Jordan says: "Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do." Mm-hmm. And then he and says, "It is finished." As yeah. He also possible. says, mm-hmm. uh, "For this purpose, you have uh, sent me," or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I was. Getting on to the point where you, you said, Forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. And, um, and then he says, I know, I know that it has finished me. Yeah. And that means it's done. It's but done. I, it's it's done. not by anything we There's can. a lot more to that song, but that's just the court. Right. It's one of the uh, verses. And it's, I thought I went along with our study pretty good. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, it looked pretty good. What song is that? What verse? Songs? Yeah, uh, it is How Deep the Fog Love. Oh, how It's a song. Oh, it's a song. Yeah, not a song. Hey, it's so it's so good. It's so well with it. It is, huh? Yeah, yes. Well I I, I I'm basically I think in music all the time. Yeah, so. I can tell. That's why I ask you what the, what they mean when you bring them up. Yeah, you know, so you can share with what what the song means. You know. Yes. Why don't you play that? Because I have. I'm not a part of that part in this church. Oh, so you have to do is that? All you have to all do, you do is put yourself there. Yeah, I'm not a part of it, but I'm trying. Nike, baby, Nike. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta do it. That's it. Is that? That's an excuse. There's something on that. Anyway, huh? Yeah, rude. Well, I'm saying that because uh, it's gonna go somewhere it shouldn't. So, oops. Let's continue. All right, so let's. Uh, <laughs> So so um so we're gonna read the first twenty nine verses, um and then go over the whole idea. I don't know how far we're gonna get. We might get three verses in. We might get twelve verses in. We might finish the whole thing. We might but get one. As long as we keep him quiet, we'll be all right. We'll get all two. Yeah. Why me? It's him. <laughs> I was gonna point it's at actually him. him. But he's not here. You see me not pointing. Let me keep him quiet. <laughs> well, we don't want him quiet. He's the one leading. Oh, he's reading. So I want you guys, as as I'm reading this, I want you guys to try and understand it fully. You know, see what you guys think of it because you got to bring you got to bring ideas all over from what we have read, right? Romans eight, Romans five, Romans one, like all that's gonna be in this next section, you know. And if we get to the spots, I, I want to jump over to the, where the Lord was taking me earlier, uh, and when I was 
when I was in, in Obadiah, you know, and because Obadiah shows shows a way that Paul reference uh, references Jacob and Esau. You know, it, it's not what you read; it's different. It, it's the way that the word was used back then, not in the way it's in the modern context. The modern oh, context. You were asking, yeah. Memo on yeah. Well, I was. It was all yeah stuff like that. But yeah, I was in Obadiah asking him. So the reason Obadiah ties in with with uh, Obadiah does tie in with. The I read it, but I mean I understood some of it. But so I I, I have to go back and read right. my memory. Well, we'll, we'll go back and I'll, I'll we'll pull like the the idea from yeah. it. It's real quick. It's stuff like that if we get there. So yeah, all right. Um, because we'll be everywhere. We might even be in Exodus. So it adds. <laughs> I was trying to find something in Acts, but that's where I wanted to go, but I couldn't find anything in there. So maybe you got something for it. So, studying the first three chapters. So. says, I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my people. Those of my own race, the people of Israel, there is, theirs is the adoption to sonship. There is the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God over all forever. Praised. Amen. Beautiful, right? It says, It is not as though God's word had failed, for not all who are descendants from Israel are Israel, nor because they are his descendants are they all Abraham's children. On the contrary, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. In other words, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but it is the children of the promised who are as regarded as Abraham's offspring. For this was how the promise was stated. At the appointed time, I will return, and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebekah's children were conceived at the same time by our father Isaac. Yet before the twins were born, or had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in the election might stand, not by works, but by him who calls, she was told, the older will serve the younger. Just as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not therefore depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. One of you will say to me, then why does God still blame us? For who is able to resist his will? But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out the same lump of clay, some pottery for special purposes, and some for common use? What if God, although choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the object of his wrath? 
prepared for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory, even us, whom he also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles? As he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who were not my people, and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. And in this very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, through the number of the Israelites be like the sand in the sea, only the remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence on the earth with speed and finality. It is just as Isaiah said previously, unless the Lord Almighty has, has, had left us descendants, we would have become like Sodom. We would have become like Gomorrah. What do you guys get from that? I got bombed. <laughs> I know a lot of that sounded like predestination, but I'll explain it all the way through right. walking walking we'll tip the entire thing out so it's it doesn't confuse somebody or, you know right sound well, off, off but it's what we always that's why they go back to job. too is that um is that god knows but even even in his knowing he still gives he is just he still gives everyone a chance over and over and over yeah we're gonna walk out that entire idea yeah. all the way through when we get there yeah you know, um, we'll get like super scientific with it. Yeah, well, but it's what we were touching on earlier too, talking about what well, was talking about how how not all um, in verse six for not all who are descended from Israel are Israel. Yeah, it's not all not all not all the descendants are all Abraham's children. Um, even though physically, but he's talking spiritually. Yeah. It, it, it only comes through the blood of Christ. All right, so let's jump into the first verse, yes? Yes. All right. Nah, just kidding. Where do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it says, I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. So remember like remember like I said, Paul's writing this and he pours his heart out into it. The full understanding of who the Messiah was and all the prophets talked about, all the law was given for, and who God is, right? He poured the whole thing out, walked it all the way through. We've been there for the past, what, six months? Uh-huh. Roughly, around six months. Walking this idea all the way through. Yet in in this sharing he shares this with the people at the synagogue because they fully understand what he's talking about and yet he still is called a liar right he's like i'm telling the truth in christ right and how does he confirm it through his conscience in the holy spirit right you were talking about it the other day you know before you didn't notice what was going on at work right but then all of a sudden you were awake, right? And you could see what was going on around you, you know, and what you what you were in, you know? And 
that's what he's talking about right there. Through the through his conscience, he can confirm it. Through the Holy Spirit. Right, through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. He's trying to he's trying to convince his brothers. Right. Yeah. Not only not only the Gentiles, you know, but his own people. He is anguished for them, and we're gonna get into that. You got anything else to add on that? That's no. I mean that's I was what we're trying to find somewhere, but I that's absolutely what we talked about before too. That yeah, is he 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 preached to the to the Jews first and to the Jewish nation, yeah. to Israel, and and that's why yeah. Well, that's jumping ahead if I do. Yeah, like he doubles down. Like he's like, this is the truth, right? And that's what I love about it. He's like, I am not lying. This is the truth, you know. Uh, like. It's also something he said a couple of times. You know, and what what I enjoy about him con- like stating this stuff when he writes it is that when you state that this is the truth and you go back it up and you dig through it and you try and find any flaws in it and it doesn't check out, it's got it's got to be the truth, right? Right. Because if there is no contradiction in this truth, then it is the real deal, right? Right. And what we've walked out this entire time. Have we found anything that sounds off that we couldn't explain or teach or right? This is this is flawless, right? So when he says this is the truth, and I can't even, and I love to dig, you know, something sounds weird, and I'm digging. Like we're gonna figure this out, you know, and that's what I love about that verse. That verse is like to double down on everything he just said. This is it, you know. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of this whole thing is because we just walk out the whole idea and he goes, no, this is the truth. You know, don't don't forget the words I've written here. You know, write them in your heart. Live them in your life. This is the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. And the truth is what he's been fighting, too, because he, uh, you know, he he in the beginning was the same thing. Mm-hmm. He, he was he was persecuting those. Christians, because he thought they were going against the Jewish ways, against all the traditions. But, but then when Christ met him on Damascus Road, he found out who he really was, and and um, the Jewish nation still today doesn't acknowledge him. They're still waiting. They had this preconceived notion that we even saw it in the Chosen movie too that that Christ was going to come and he was going to free them from Roman rule. He was going to free them from the tyranny. And so that's what they were really hoping for, is to be released from that. But it wasn't It wasn't about the physical. It was about the spiritual. Yeah, and about the what, things that mattered, like what right, we talked about, right? right? Not these worldly things that all yes. burns up in the end because there's a new heaven and a new earth that mm-hmm. comes, right? So all the stuff that's here doesn't matter. But the people are the people that go yeah. to that. And that's what's important. You, know, you see? That's what, that's what Apostle Paul was all about. He, he, his eyes were open to the truth. And he wanted to open his, open the eyes of his people to the truth. And, and, and God had put him, and there, was, there was no better vessel at the time um, to do that. Because he was so acquainted with the way... The, the Jewish way and the laws and the traditions and you know and so he could relate and point it out this is Christ he didn't have this book he had, he he had, had the Christ. Old Testament he had the whole he had Old Testament. Testament he had the Holy Spirit leading him so mm-hmm. that's where his passion was for 
you know, we're going to get into it, but it's so deep that, yeah. that he said, you know what, I'd forfeit my own salvation if these people would get it. Yeah, and you read some commentaries, some commentaries on that will say that, oh, he didn't really mean what he was saying, but... Like, that's them taking their idea and putting it into here. What we want to do is find the truth. And I truly believe that the way Paul wrote all the letters, he was for sure on that, on that, that verse. That was his heart. You know, that was his heart. And if you really look deep and down into it, that's what Christ did for us. So he was acting like Christ, which is who we're predestined to be like, right? We're conforming to his way. Right? And Paul is there already. And he's just trying to give us all the information he already had so we can get there with him, right? He wanted he wanted us to reap a harvest, just like in Romans one. Yeah. Right? And I like the, the predestined <clears throat> Um, what what a lot of, what what I've read about lately is like in what my eyes were open to. It wasn't the predestination that you're born and God knows you're gonna you're gonna accept Him and and uh, then you're going to heaven and others aren't, you know. But God's given them a chance too. The predestined is that what God planned from the beginning, from the very beginning, before creation was even created that he planned that he knew he knew what was going to happen and he planned that jesus he was going to send his son to die to save his creation that was the plan that was the predestined plan for for all of all of creation all of humanity that was the predestined it's beautiful yeah and we'll get into it and uh, walk it through much, much more than what we're, what we've said so far. So, uh, verse two it says, "I have great sorrow and unceasing, unceasing anguish." We're gonna, we're gonna uh, put three, three in this as well. So it says, "I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart, for I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my people." Those of my own race, the people of Israel, right? So, um, it, it still goes in back into that first verse, right? He he's he's battling with them back and forth, back and forth, and like Paul is saying, like some of them would accept them and then throw them right back out because they were jealous of what was going on. They still cared about the world, you know. <laughs> they still had that worldly thought instead of letting the Holy Spirit in. And changing their minds. I'm sure he changed a bunch of their minds, but like the people who really cared were probably the people who held the seat in in the in those churches or synagogues. I guess would be the right term. And and Acts talks about it too that um, that great many gave their lives to him, but yeah. there's still the still the Pharisees and stuff. They're not. You know, uh, actually, what I what I love about it is when. So what happened? What happened when the law was given? You guys know. Moses came down the mountain, and how many people died? Oh yeah. How many people died? I can't. I don't know the number. Three thousand. Three thousand. Okay. There was a lot. I was gonna. That's guess. all I knew. And so, uh, when people, uh, and, and then, uh, um, let's just go read it. When Christ, uh, let's go read it. To, to Acts. Mom says greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Love and so, miss y'all. I will be at the next. Well, Axe is the opposite. And get to Three thousand people. Give Roger life. says hello. I was talking about Mom the, says, "What's the address?" Oh, wow. Romans nine. Yeah. 
Well, the law, when the law was brought forward, right? Verse 4, Romans 9, 4. Oh, and and Judy just answered. (laughs) Um, When the law was brought forth, 3,000 people died, right? But when the Messiah came forth and uh, did what he's supposed to do, how 3,000 people gave their gave their life to him, yeah. right? So when the law was brought forth, it brought death. But when the Messiah came, it brought life, mm-hmm. right? You right. see that? Yes, yes. Uh, like it's one of those things that someone pointed out to me, and I thought it was pretty cool because one brings death and one brings life, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Or what the law was powerless, powerless to do. Yeah, exactly. The, the law just brought death. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was adding on that. So, but we can read that text then, if you want. Or you, you, since the, you're in Exodus, we can. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> it should be like 19 or 18, I think. 19, right? Comes off. Oh yeah, it comes off the mountain. Yeah. When the calf popped out of the fire. I don't know. It just popped out of the fire. <laughs> that was one of the few times where I like was reading. And I laughed. Because oh, I could totally Sinai. get it. Like Sinai. you know, like you caught caught red handed, red handed, like, and you're just uh, like, oh, dude, I just I don't know, man. And just got it. Just came out of the air. <laughs> That's when he broke the tablet. <laughs> exactly. Exodus 19. Exodus 19, you're going to read it? Yeah. You want me to read the entire thing? I just win the judgment. I would just do the judgment on what they were doing. That's why he got mad because it was a judge. That's really because remember they well, made a cap. They made a cap of gold, and they were they were using it. They were having orgies and, orgies and, okay, stuff. Okay, and worshiping okay. the calf. Okay, you know. So, so that's why he got mad. Yeah. While while I think while Moses was up there, yes, the Lord was mad. Like look at these people over there, yeah. and uh-huh. um, Moses had to calm the Lord down. And then Moses went down there, saw what was going on. He got angry and broke the tablets, and then three thousand people died. Yeah. Okay. Is it in 20? Yeah, because 20 is where he actually... Um, 19 is where he goes up to the mountain. Oh, sorry. And then 20 goes into the t- him. I, I, I knew I was supposed... I don't have the Torah memorized yet, but I'm sure someday I will. One day. <laughs> We're better trying to catch up to... I think... I think maybe it was before that, because... You know what? It was before that, because he gave the commandments twice. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we just go there. I'll find it real quick. What part are you looking for? The judgment. From God? Uh, yeah, from when they came down. Should be the golden calf. Headline. Yeah, no, that's not 18 or 19. That's 20. No, it's past 20. 20 is 10 commandments. Idols and altars. Idols and, and, and altars. No, it's further than that. Laws of justice, social responsibility. Oh, these are the instructions. Yeah. So it's in 30. Yep, 32. Yeah, there you go. Well, Damn. Damn. You, you had me go all the way to 18. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like already flipping to like 28 and he said 18. I'm like, what? You doubted yourself, dude. 
Hey, I, I, honestly, he's read, he's studied Exodus more than I have. So this book is so good when you study it, and like you're gonna get like when I studied, I was stuck. I was like, man, I'm getting all this instruction, and it just feels like an instruction manual. Like, but when you go into the deeper meaning of what is being described, oh, dude, there's so much to absorb. Going there's a ton, yeah. I don't even think I've absorbed it all. It's probably going to be like my seventh time and I'll finally understand it all the way. But um, well, we'll catch up to you one day. I'm sure you will. You probably surpassed me. No. No? We're trying. Oh, we will surpass. You surpassed me? No, you'll surpass me. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, I mean, not, not at all. Let's see. The golden calf? 32, right? Thirty-five it looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm like, man. Thirty well it's uh thirty-two thirty-five. It says, and the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf. And Aaron had leave this place. Stiff-necked people. Or maybe it's in a different spot where the three thousand died. I thought it was there. I know there's a lot of dead air tonight, but right. <laughs> um. Uh, you, you keep looking, and I'll, I'll keep talking about Romans, so we're not just sitting here both all looking. That's he fine. threw that on the tablets in 19. Yeah, it might be with the second time. He threw him, He threw down the tablets in 19? Yeah, and then broke uh, 32, 19. And out and popped the calf. He took the calf and burned it in the fire. And made powder and scattered it in the water and made the Israelites drink it. Mm. Sounds like you're real close. Yeah. Sounds like you're super close. Was I right? 19? Yeah, because 34 talking about when he, when he rides them again. 30, it's Speaking 32. of when he broke them already. Oh, here it is. Yeah, 20, uh, 28. 32, 28. The Levites did as Moses commanded. So, and that day about 3,000 people died. Oh, well, well, that's exactly what we needed, right? We'll read uh, And then go to Acts. Yeah. Right? Right in the beginning, Acts 1. Right, the law came down, killed 3,000 people, right, because of what they were doing. Because they decided to go make a calf. And you got to remember, the law wasn't written yet, so they knew they were doing something bad, but they didn't know they were breaking commandments that God was going to give, right? Mm-hmm. So, Which is going directly against God. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They knew they were doing it wrong. 3228 is what it says it. But you would want to read the one oh, right before it. that, where it actually talks about the Levites strapped swords to their sides and ran through the crowd of people that were sick and just... crazy, huh? <laughs> and you have to think, the, he chose the Levites because they would actually be the they, priest. Yeah, lineage. they were the priest lineage. They um, were the I, ones that were the only ones to be able to carry the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, and John the Baptist. Why is that? 
because they were set apart. That entire um, people yeah, were like set tribe. apart for the Lord. So when Jacob was dying, uh, he was giving the blessings to his 12 sons, and each one got a certain blessing, and the Levite uh, tribe was the blessing of the pretty much the priest lineage mm-hmm. in that in Genesis or no wait yeah Genesis okay. like forty something okay but but if you go to the book of Acts now right after the right after John right we're almost back there Mary <laughs> I'm sure Leo is directing her to say back to Romans nine. Oh, it's actually in chapter 2. It says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound, like a blowing of the violent wind, came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what they seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one of them heard their own language being spoken. It's way lower. Is it? Yeah, it's like 30, or it's actually 40. Is it 40? Yeah. It's okay, so I'll start at 38 where Peter replied, yeah, that's Repent and, ba- and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of Holy Spirit. Then the promise is for you and your children, and for all of who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Right? right. That's a, I love that. Mary James, ask it for the address. Uh, two, uh, 238 through 41. Acts 238 through 41. So, um... When, when the law was given, it brought death. 3,000 people died that day. When the Holy Spirit came, it brought life, right? Mm-hmm. And about 3,000 people were given life at that point. You see that? Yeah. So one, one shows you, and that goes into Paul's writings again, right? Shows that the law brought death. All it did is tell you that you're right. going to die. You know, right. it didn't save you, but Christ came to save us from that from sin, that, right? That sin. So, back to Romans. Okay, back to Romans. And, and, and we had talked Acts. about that law part in Romans 5. It did talk about that law, that law part. So, verse 4, it says, Theirs is the, di- is the adoption to sonship. There's the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises. There's are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God over all, forever praised. Amen. And what he's talking about is the, the Jewish people held up all this, waiting for this day, right? And all this is theirs, but they just threw it all away. They threw it all away. And he's they, trying to he's trying to show them through all the scriptures, through their own like teachings, you know, trying to just stress to them. I, I could feel his like anguish, you know, like he says, 
You know, he's like, can't you just see it? And they're just stuck in a way that they think they are, they know, you know. But they were they were stuck in the law. Well, they were stuck in the the law way, right? Well, it was more like the way of the world. The The way of the world taught them, right? But they used the law to understand the world in in Mm -hmm. such a way, which just brought condemnation, right? Right. Because they would just go, they would just go and uh, either make the other person's life more difficult by putting more laws on top of what. The, the laws are already written or the sacrifices they would bring weren't good enough so you can buy my this this sheep I have for you right here so they would get rich off the people right. you know stuff like that yeah if you go back and somewhere in Luke or Matthew or Mark or John one of the four um, Jesus ent- enters the temple courts sees them exchanging money and back then when they exchanged money um, the exchange wasn't fair. It wasn't right. It's and they would actually take some money for themselves mm-hmm. instead of an even transaction. Yeah, they were, they were making their They were making off money of off of everything. And the problem wasn't what they were doing. They were doing it in the temple of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they weren't doing it outside. They were doing it directly in the middle of it. That's where the problem was. And, and here, everyone in the world was like that. It's just they were yeah. doing it in the temple. Right. You know what I mean? And here's Bad the whole thing. Yeah. And here's the whole thing he was just talking about. Theirs is the adoption of sons. Theirs is um, the divine glory, the covenants, and the 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 patriarchs and the ancestry of Christ. They were they were chosen and set apart to be holy. It's no different than us today. We've been chosen. We've been set apart. We've been called to be holy. Yeah, and this is what we're going to get into. But we're not under that old law that we couldn't live under. We're under grace. We're under Christ. Mm -hmm. We need to do our best. But um, but we couldn't live that way. They couldn't live that way. Mm-hmm. You know, no one could do it. And if anyone could do it, Christ didn't have to do it. Yeah, and that's the truth. The fact is, no one can do it. That's why no one is righteous. And right. what what Paul went over in chapter three. Right. Right. After explaining every type of person that could possibly live, mm-hmm. and all this, no one is righteous. Mm-hmm. Not even one. You know, taking the words of the Lord, not his own, yeah. the words of the Lord. Right. You know. But we've been called to that to be those holy, chosen, set apart people now. It's beautiful. Through the power of Christ. Right. You know. Not on our own accord, right. but through Christ's accord. We've right. been made white by his blood, right. by his sacrifice. So um all these things he's trying to like I, I get the English part because it's like it's like if you were if you were the only one in your family, you knew the truth, but the, the your whole family saw it a different way, and they 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 use the same same things that you 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 both understand. It's just they see it in such a way that you're kind of like almost frustrated because it it says this and. The way they interpret it. Yeah, their interpretation was not through the spirit. It was through the world, you know. Mm -hmm. And and we can see that a lot today in some of the churches, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't like to badmouth the churches at all because I I like to take the log out of my own eye before I start pointing out the specs and my brothers, you know. 
but um, I do the opposite. I'm just kidding. <laughs> on, on that note, like there there are churches out there that that's that read this book and take a different interpretation and you can definitely tell whether it's spirit led or whether it's a, a, almost an really agenda good. led you know yeah. like they have an agenda behind it you know and, and, and I'm like it's okay that God gives us each something different because each of us is in a different place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's never gonna go against scripture and and so it's never going to contradict scripture. So, so if you interpret it in such a way that it goes against, then it's not right. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not right. But you'll always get a different understanding too from whatever a lot of you guys say. And I, I have gotten that too. That when I read something, yeah, and I read it again later, on, I get a different interpretation. Not much different, but I do get a yeah. different interpretation. It's the it's just thing is, is for where you're at in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. You're so yes. the way he's describing it, it's it's where you're at in the life. But that truth is still the same. Yeah. Right. The truth is still there. You can still see the truth. You know, the, the main issue that, um, like my dad points it out, one preacher says this and one preacher says this and another says this and another says that. And that's why I don't like the churches. You know, no one just can agree on what it says. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to find the truth, like all you have to do is read the context of like, that's why we keep the context going is because the context tells you what it actually, what the truth actually is. You know, you can pick out one scripture and I, I you could pick out any one. I can make it worldly for you. It's First not Timothy 412. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. John it's not hard to take the world side of it, yeah. you know, and you can make it say whatever the world wants it to say, because you know, the world always has an agenda behind whatever the world thinks. Yeah. And that's the important thing is what did the disciples do? They asked him, what does this parable mean? What is this teaching? That's where we are supposed to. Before we pick up our word, we need to pray. We need to ask him, reveal it to us. Open our hearts up. Help us to receive it. You know, show me, Lord. And and then have that time with him and allow him to. Say and do it with the expectation that he's going to. Yeah, act like he's right there teaching you. You know, even if like, like sometimes I feel like I'm having a conversation with him when I'm trying to get something. Like what I was, what I was studying earlier this week. You know, for this study, is there was a, there's there's a, a time I just sat there and I was like, I want to. I want to dissect this all the way through. I want to, you know, connect all the dots to get to this point to understand it fully. And I can walk the entire idea through so it doesn't sound like something. And I was just waiting and waiting and waiting, you know. And it, it's 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 kind of funny because every time I'm about to go, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get someone someone else's opinion on what they what they think of it. And it's like right when I'm on that idea, right when I'm like about to go do that, the Lord shares it with me. You know, mm-hmm. and and uh, I I had that expectation with him. You know that relationship where I know that if I just hold out long enough, the Lord will show me. You know I don't I just don't give up because there's even times where I have to sit on it an entire day or two. You know those are my favorite ones because my whole time my entire day is just stuck on those thoughts. Yes. You know everything I'm everything I'm seeing. I'm trying to put that scripture in there, something. So something along the way. Sometimes someone says one word and then everything clicks. You know, now the whole picture is already drawn. You know, it's like it's like I have a couple sections of the puzzle like uh, sitting apart, and then someone says that one word, and I can put the whole puzzle together. You know, 
And those are, that, that's building your, the relationship, you know, that we're supposed to have because you're digging or you're spending time with them or um, it, it, it's just the basic uh, fundamentals of building a relationship with the Lord. You know? Sometimes the word he plants in our heart is, is um, that you take it and you just meditate on it to chew on it, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout the day, bam, something happens during the day and the word, pow, comes yeah. to life. It's like, okay, I get it. That's yeah. what you meant. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the way it happens. I've, I've read and, and then I've um, then driving to work and listen to a sermon and bam, they're talking about that same one. And bam, bam, bam. My favorite one is like, when I'm listening to a sermon and it's about something I, I read, but they're in a whole different area and they have like some idea that they are uh, sharing through the scripture that they have. But in that idea they're sharing, it's like one sentence of the whole thing clicks everything together. And that sermon wasn't even about what I was reading earlier, but it put it all together. Those are my favorite ones, you know? Um, The light bulb goes on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Holy Spirit uses all those things, all albums. It, yeah. it can be a billboard. It can be a TV commercial. Yeah, because before I before before I, I really started building a relationship with the Lord, I the only way I knew I could communicate with the Lord is through choices. Like it was always there was a fork in the road, and I'd have to understand which fork in that road was the right path and which was the wrong path, and that was the only way for a long time of how I could discern. Uh, what the Lord wanted me to do and um, uh, from what I wanted to do yeah. and usually the wrong path was me wanting to do what I wanted to do instead of doing what the Lord wants me to do but when I started building a relationship truly understanding you know like those are those, the relationship I built there is now I don't have to sit at the fork I already know which way I'm going right. you know and in that um, I've spent it, I'm resting in the Lord, you know, because the 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 words are already there in my heart. It's planted, yes. you know, and and I understand who He is, and I understand who I'm supposed to who I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I still fail like crazy, you know, and but I know I have to get right back with the Lord, otherwise I'm going to be on that wrong path. You know, I won't right. sit at that fork in the road anymore. I'm just going to choose one or the other yeah. and keep right. going. Yeah. You know. Well, no, I wanted to touch on one other thing too while while we're on that subject, praying for stuff. We um we we have a habit of praying for something and then going out. Okay, God's given His blessing, and we go out and do it instead of praying about it and waiting for Him yes. to open it up. It's 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 just praying for it doesn't make it okay to go ahead and do what you what you want or what you had in your mind you know if if you truly want the lord's decision on it Mm -hmm. pray on it and wait on it yeah Uh, that's what happened with that truck out there is i waited and waited and waited i had a whole different truck picked out and then uh, i sat there on a week and i saw the price go down even further and i was like okay well all right if i want to get a new truck this is the perfect time you know, uh, I'll go to my credit union, the one I already have, uh, and if I can get approved at that credit union, because I know the credit unions are hard to get approved at, then then I can go further. You know, because I like the the interest rate on it. You know, it was something that wasn't going to affect me. And then I got approved, and then the one that I had picked out 
the dude was like, no, 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 you're going to walk out and it's going to be way more than you're expecting. Here, take this one. And, and it was the truck I have now. And it was much cheaper. You know, I, instead of walking out of there owing 60 grand, I only owed like 40, you know, with every, after everything. And which is like a normal Camry. Yes. You know, and then I added all the funds up and everything. And it's like my, my, the whole entire thing was a blessing because nothing financially changed. It was, it's all the same, you know, it's like, and that whole time, all I did was wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. Cause I didn't go out thinking, I've told these guys for months, if you, if I step into Gladiator, I'm going to walk away with it. You know, and I stayed away from that stuff. You know, and um, as I waited and waited and waited, all right, well, you know, with all the blessings that came with it, I feel like it was the Lord, mm-hmm. right. you know, yeah. giving that blessing, you know. Yes. It's important. It's important to wait on, not just jump ahead. Mm-hmm. We get impatient. Mm-hmm. It's part of our humanity. Right. <laughs> and the way I was before, I would have just jumped on it. Oh, oh well. He wouldn't have cared. Oh, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I'll figure out how to do it. Yeah. But now it's now it's waiting. Sometimes, but that's it. Patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm, I still have that urge to just jump on it. Like I said, if I if I stepped in a gladiator any day before that, I would have. And sometimes blessings are in disguise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that's what you think, ah man before you know it something else better pops up like ah because yeah. <laughs> I was even hesitant on on that truck because it's not what I wanted you know I didn't like the color and I didn't like the leather seats you know but then after realizing everything I was like okay this is the better deal you know? yeah for what you getting for your money yeah leather's better yeah because you get seat heaters with it <laughs> he's like I understand it's better now because yeah, if I go, go mudding and just toes it right they don't, the they don't heat cloth they don't heat cloth but yeah that, that's that's what Paul's talking about is just waiting on the Lord, waiting waiting. On the Lord. Right. especially when it's something you want yeah. you know like I kind of need that truck I did not want to have as many vehicles as I wanted. It was yeah. it was being a more headache than it was right. a blessing, you know. Having all those, having if it's like at one time, <laughs> at one time, Allie broke the truck. Oh no, she broke the car, both cars, and almost broke the truck. And I was like, wow, we had three vehicles, you know, because like her transmission went out, and then she hit a, she hit like a, a, a rock with the other car and blew the tire. So the tire was getting changed. And I was like, just be careful with the, with the truck. This is the last one, <laughs> you know. But, but it all worked out for the goodness of. You know where we're at and the blessing. I'm I'm confiscating your spare keys. <laughs> You're not driving anymore. <laughs> you know, but you know, having all that extra stuff, I didn't need that extra stuff, so I wanted to get rid of it. You know, I had a purpose behind you know wanting that truck. You know, and I prayed about it, prayed about it, prayed about it. You know. Onward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks like you drink the burst yeah. yeah. I was. Sorry. It's fine. Still too. Let's go back to Romans. Put the chair in the Okay. Back to Romans? Yep. Alright, so. Are we already something else? He already found something else he wants to dissect. We're in verse 6 then, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's getting obvious. Yes, dumb things. Alright, verse 6 here goes. It is not as though God's word had failed. For not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, 
nor because they are his descendants. Or let's start with just six, right? What he's explaining there is it's not by... He's, he's not talking about blood here, right? Not all not all Israel is Israel. Are Israel. Yeah, not all... Not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, right? The descendant part is meaning he's referencing the, the, the bloodline or the lineage, right, directly from Jacob, right? right? They would wear, uh, they would wear a, uh, it was like a scarf, right? We could read it back in uh, Romans 4. What was that? The entire thing about Abraham. Faith and... Well, what I'm talking about is like they're describing their their lineage. Like the the Jewish people had a cloak, and the cloak pretty much said what what tribe you were from. Like right. you, if you had this cloak, then you were from the tribe of Levi. You know, you had this cloak, you were from the tribe of Judah or Benjamin. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Uh, they, they they wore it with pride, you know, because they were like, well, I'm proud to be an Israelite, you know. And um, what he's talking about here is it's not the lineage that makes you a part of Israel, right? It's the same thing that has been talked about from the beginning, and it's your faith, right, that makes you a part of Israel, right? That five-letter word, you know. So anything else on verse 6? Yeah. <laughs> Um, talking about talking about it's not the, as though God's word has failed. Um, Hebrews Hebrews eight. I'm trying to find the exact spot. Um, and, and when he when he's talking about that, he's talking about the the Jewish people, right? The Jewish people have given up on God's word, saying, and, and so he's talking about it's not as God's word you know, failed, right? That they fell away from who the Messiah actually is because God's word doesn't fail. Right. He touches he touches on it in this whole section, but I just wanted to point down to one of them. Um, Hebrews, what do you say, Hebrews 8? Hebrews 8, 6. Hebrews 8, 6. It says, but the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is the mediator, uh, which he is mediator and superior to the old covenant. And it is founded on a better promise. Um, he's talking about the old covenants passed away and there's a, a new one. But but it says, for if there had been nothing wrong with the fir- with that first covenant, no place would have been sought for another. See, the first covenant we we failed in, and so he made a new covenant. Yeah, but but he says it, it, it's not that there was something wrong with the first covenant. The next verse says it, but God found fault with the people. With right, because the, the people didn't go out and do what they were called right. to do. Right. right, they failed every generation, every single time, just like how we fail every single time. Right, so God saw that there needed to be a new establishment. Right, right, it's, and and it's built on better promises because now we are going to be with Him. Right, the old stuff, the the old covenant said, "Oh, there's a Messiah coming." 
and you're going to live in you're going to live you're going to live in a great time with with these people and they and they 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 waited for that that's why they long for what we have now right and now that the new covenant's here it's the the promises that we we have based is now war going to be with him right because he's in us right now but Mm -hmm. our hope is that we will be with him right so that's what yeah and and i want to read this other part too i'm just going to read it fast the time has come and declares the lord when i will make a new when i will make a new covenant with the house of israel and with the house of judah it will not be like the covenant i made with their forefathers when i took them by the hand to lead them out of egypt because they did not remain faithful to my covenant and i turned away from them declares the lord this is the covenant i will make with the house of israel after that time declares the lord i will put my laws in their minds and i will write them on their heart and i will be their god and they will be my people no longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying know the lord because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest for i will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more by calling this covenant new he has made the first one obsolete and what is obsolete and aging will soon disappear but it, but it's beautiful because he's, he says it's no longer that this this word and these laws it's not not the word but the 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 written laws it's no longer about that it's about knowing Christ and he's writing it in our heart through the Holy Spirit and you're gonna know it says in another spot of Hebrews um, that um, the law that will be written in our heart that um, you won't be in telling your neighbor this or telling your brother that because we'll all know it's all we all know because of the Holy Spirit he's given us and so that's what that's what he's talking it's not as though God's word had failed it's the people People. failed the people failed I think uh, yeah I got Cody here Oh, pray for Matt. The sinus pressure is incredibly bad. Okay. And while we're on that subject, uh, put in your prayers while you can. That okay. way we don't miss any yeah. for all of you online. I got mom put one on already too. Mm-hmm. All right. So anything else on verse 6? So we're going to be on verse 7. It says, Nor because they are his descendants are they Abraham's children. On the contrary, it is it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned, right? Referencing um, Genesis twenty one twelve, right? Um, we can go back, um, or I can give you guys like a quick summary. Genesis. Quick one, okay. <laughs> so what what does it mean to uh, what what is um, reckon mean? Um, huh. I reckon. Will be known. Will be established. Yeah, established, right? Define reckon. Uh, uh, stupid. Oh, 
okay. Established by counting or calculation. Um, consider or regard in a specific way. That that was wrecking the failure. Um, consider regularly in the Bible. In the reckoning in the Bible, I'm talking about the last days that um, everyone is called into account for his or her actions. Yeah, it's like it, it's like established, right? right. Yeah. It means pretty much established, right? So, um, when he's quoting this verse right here, he, the word's not descendant. The word is offspring. Right, which directly means the children that come from uh, the, uh, Isaac will be established, right? And through Abraham, so it says, in other words, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are regarded as Abraham's offspring, right? Because it was it was the promise given. It, it, we'll go into verse nineteen because it just states it. For this is how. The promise was stated. At the appointed time, I will return, and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebecca's children were conceived at the same time by our father Isaac. Yet before the twins were born, or had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in election might stand, not by works, but by him who calls. She was told, right? You guys, have you guys read the book of Genesis yet? No. No? Okay. So, uh, it goes Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, right? <coughs> the forefathers. And then after Jacob, they were at Egypt. 430 years in Egypt. Uh, Moses was uh, born, and then they were led out of Egypt, right? He spent 40 years as a prince of Egypt. Killed a man, spent 40 years in the desert, came back to lead the people through the desert. For 40 years doing God's will, right? Um, so, um, uh, the the covenant was established through the three forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? So, Abraham was given the promise, and through the next two generations, it was established, right? And then 430 years went by, and then the law was given, right? So, um, Isaac was the first and he, he was a uh, hundred years old and uh, Sarah was was it Sarah? No what was they no, no that's Isaac's it was uh, it was Sarah right? yeah because it was Sarai Sarah, Sarah was Sarah Abraham. yeah Sarah, Sarah was oh, 90, yeah. 90 90 90 was she, 90? And, she was 90 and he was 100. Yeah, he was about 100 when, when their firstborn was, you know, think about that. They were old, right? And um, God promised that the son would come through that. During that time, God asked I, uh, Abraham to uh, sacrifice his firstborn to him. Isaac. Isaac, The right? one whom the promise was all going to be through. Right. Well, God paused him and said, said, I see your faith. Um, pretty and much. gave him the sacrifice and, and uh, yeah, there's m- much more to that story because it's God pretty much promising that he would give his son mm-hmm. in, 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 in a sense. So, um, 
But Abraham did it by faith because he reckoned that God, God was um, God promised. Yeah, Hebrews eleven was children super through Isaac by faith, and so Isaac married um, Rebecca, and Rebecca had twins. One was named Jacob, and one was named Esau. Right, and before they were even born, God told in the womb. Yeah, God told um, Rebecca because she was like, "What's going on in here?" Right. God she was, was like, "Really bad." Stuff. They didn't have cool gadgets like we have today, you know, MRI <laughs> machines and whatever yeah. sonar baby stuff, yes. you know. I don't know. I don't know yet, but uh, I'm sure I'll find out. But all the cool baby gadgets they didn't have those, so they were like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on in here," and God told them that. There, you have twins, and they're going to be nations, and they're going to be two nations that uh, fight with each other, pretty much. Wow! You know, and, and those two nations were thousands of people, right? Or just eventually, yes. Eventually, because eventually remember the offspring mm-hmm. from them mm-hmm. is where they were reckoned, right? Mm-hmm. Reckoned. Yeah. That's why I went, went more into that. Um, and, and then through uh, Jacob was born, right, and he was the younger brother. But he was the one promised the, where it said, uh, the younger will serve the older. I mean, the the older will serve the younger, or something. Yes. And and so the the promise that was given uh, was given to the younger one, mainly because the older one thought in such a way that was different than from the younger one. The other. The which we'll get more into when it'll probably be the next study because we're running out of time. I'd, I'd love to start. Right, Kenny, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of. But usually in this in this uh, tradition, the firstborn was the one that always got the, the inheritance. Yeah. And in in this case, the inheritance was being able to talk with God. You know. And the funny thing is, is uh, if you read it, it's actually pretty much stolen. Well, in a way, that's that's what it talks about. Is uh, Jacob was told, "Hey, go and like t- speak to your father Isaac because he's giving yeah. out a blessing, and so he gets the blessing." But it was originally intended for Esau. Well, it actually was intended for Jacob, right? Initially, uh, worldly, or, it was intended for Esau. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, worldly, but but also Esau sold. It, Esau was hungry one day and sold his inheritance to his younger brother for something to eat. You know, so there there's problems on both sides. Right. You know, they weren't saints at all. It's just one saw them as okay. I I, I messed up because when he when he finally sees his brother again after it, he's trying to reconcile what he did what he did to him while the other one saw himself as almost like a self-righteous person you know mm-hmm. which describes what a, the book of Ob- Obadiah Oda. you know it talks about because uh, it goes into the Esau and um, it labels it as a thought process in that yeah. book mm-hmm. right Esau you know, will be ravaged, stuff like that, and it's the way of the world, the the think of, the thinking of the world, you know, not the thinking of oh, there's a higher being, and I have a purpose here, you know, I I need to figure out what it is, and you know, do my best to uh, 
do my purpose. That, that's what kind of the book of Odiah. Yeah. He, he wanted people. He wanted people to listen to his. To his right, book. because the person who who ended up like an Edomite, right, which was what uh, Esau's offspring pretty much turned into. Right. Which I see as um, the ways of the world, because the the world is prideful in itself. Right. Right. right? So, um, if. The whole book of Obadiah is just talking about come back to the Lord, you know, make yourself back to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll go into it. Um, obey the Lord. You know, oh yeah, obey the Lord, pretty much. You know, don't do it your own way. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're going to end up like the Edomites. Yeah. They'll be rabid. <laughs> you know, yeah. stuff like that. Right. So, where were we at? First twelve, or no? It looks like thirteen. It was. It was. Uh, it was no. It was seven. Uh, oh, yeah, he put read no. through that. Oh, did you read all the way through? Yeah, yeah. that's what the whole. Because it, it's talking about the right. whole idea of, and that's why we went into Rebecca. Children of the promise and children, yeah. Right. You were you you were on fourteen. You went all the way to thirteen. 12, I, yeah, I got the, I got the thirteen. So yeah, I'll start at twelve. It says, "Not by works, but by him who calls." She was told, "The older will serve the younger." Just as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. Right, and now you go. Okay, so when you think about when you read that, you got to understand the context of that word "hated" because that's not. Like God hated Esau. It's more of like uh, hated the action. It's like nation. it's more of like loved less, right? Mm-hmm. Because of a the the thought process, right? Um, like Jesus describes it um, in one way. It says, "Love your love your parents," right? And then he goes uh, in another passage. He says. Uh, you must hate your parents. You must hate your brother, your sister. You know, but that word "hate" was context was love less. Yeah. You must love your parents less than you love God, right? That's the context of this, right? Yeah. Um, um, Mary Jane was asking where in where in Genesis it's in it's in um, Genesis twenty uh, five. I think the twenty five point one to twenty. Uh, the 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 covenant starts in fifteen. Yeah, yeah, fifteen, and then and then through the rest yeah. of the book is the entire pro- story set, set up. It's the setting setting yeah. up of the covenant. It's a really good story. Very good story, especially when you get to Joseph. Right, Joseph. Joseph was like the closest thing to Christ. You can read in the Old Testament. So you read the whole book of Genesis then. Yeah, you can read the whole book of Genesis, but the covenant, when the covenant starts, is in chapter 15. 15. The story of the lineage. Everything before that is like of the beginning of creation, you know, which I think will get filled in more when we get up there, you know. Yeah, I think we're just in a different chapter of the timeline. The time Genesis right. one is a couple one through fourteen is hard to get book. through like the lineage when they're naming um so and so begot so and so and so and he lived so so many years and then he had a son and you love and it just keeps going, keeps going through going. but it tells you it's a little bit it's a little bit hard at first but but push through it. Just okay. so it helps. Yeah, you, you can also make it fun, you can 
you can add up the years and figure out like how right. old the world went, or you can figure out what the names mean and get right. a message from it. There's there's fun ways so to look about it. Like you don't have to just gruel through it, you know. Yeah, one day I was crunching numbers and I found the same thing you did about the about it was years ago. I found that that um, Methuselah was alive the year of the flood. He died. Oh, he died. He died the year of the flood. Yeah. Um, it says when he died, his name meant when he dies, judgment. And that same year he died was the same year the flood hit. Yeah. You know. Pretty powerful. And he was yeah. the the Great son grandfather or the, of he was the of son, son of Enoch, of Enoch who, who walked with the Lord after a certain amount of years. Seven mm-hmm. was it seven hundred? No, no, it was no, it was three hundred. Seven hundred was Noah's father. Three hundred and sixty-five days, or sorry, three hundred and sixty-five years. I was thinking. Uh, yeah. um, and then he walked with the Lord, and then days. he was taken up with um yeah. into heaven. With the Lord, so he he didn't die. He didn't die. Yeah. He's he just his. Yeah. He was literally taken up. He said, and there. then he was no more. Which tells you, when he named his son that, and there was a judgment from him, that's how close he was with the Lord. Wow. So he didn't tell you. He doesn't have a death date. Yeah. No. He, he just has the, a date when his when his son was born. How many? Years? I think it was the great grandson was his, was Noah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So Enoch knew. From that time, mm-hmm. all the way to when God promised Noah, like, "Hey, build yeah. this ark." You know, that's how close he was when he when he walked the Lord. Yeah. The Lord. You know, so I think well, we're that's in a good a good spot. We can yeah, pick it up on fourteen mm-hmm. next time. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably start at ten. Right. Just to back up a bit because it goes into the whole idea of that. Predestination yeah. stuff that we're gonna walk out and show you that it's not about predestination. It's just God works in both choices, you know. Okay, we got prayers for Matt. Yes. Prayers for Matt. Sinus pressure. I know. Um. I actually had a lot I wanted to add, but I was like, you know what? This is going great. great. I'm just gonna let it go. Who cares what I need? I'm going to say. Pray for it was my daughter one. and my granddaughter. They're Victoria going through and, it. Uh, what's that? Getting okay. discouraged. Callie. Yeah, she's having car problems. Everything is being hit on her. I'm a single, being a single mom. Oh, yeah. You know, you it's know, actually so funny. Yes. Uh, and it's not funny. No, but yeah. As people would think of it. But uh-huh. I think it's funny because uh, it's in those times when you actually grow the closest with the Lord. Yes. Yeah. When you actually surrender. Because beforehand, mm-hmm. you're fighting it. Yeah. Um, Matt can tell you. Yes. Like, he's told the story a couple times where uh, God called him to go do something. Mm-hmm. And he said no, pretty much. And the next thing you know, he started losing everything. Someone crashed into um, his vehicle and it oh. crashed and took out all his vehicles. He had like, multiple vehicles set up on the street and he, it crashed and took yeah. them all out lost um, all his equipment someone stole it like oh just all this a whole bunch of stuff happened in a course of like a month pretty much right. and it's all because he said no to the lord and then right when he um gave into the lord and said okay lord 
then next thing you know is all of it was given back and then some. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, she's just keeping her in prayers. And that's what strong. I'm saying is yes. you're going to see right when she <laughs> surrenders to whatever is happening yes. or, um, just gives up to the yes. Lord, you're going to see the change. Okay. Yes. So you got Matt, you got her daughter. That's the fucking grab Six, huh? It's the first, right? Yeah. Six one. And prayers for Aunt Janet. She's in the hospital with an infection that is Pastor Matt's aunt. Sure. Sure. Sister. And which one was Roger? Pray for Nick. His test coming on this Saturday. So we wanna keep him in What time? Do you know? 
on a separate note. Just go get like five in the mail. That, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but like the DMV, I dealt with on its own. And what I have to do is I have to go to my previous addresses and knock, you right. know, to get my registrations for my cars. <laughs> you know. And then the United States Postal Service, it took me almost a year to get a mailbox when I bought that house. And I've only had problems. They don't hold anything. They just send it back. They know my address. They know my name. Like, I've even, like, told them, like, I will dig a hole and put my own mailbox there so you guys can just drop off what I need to drop off. And they're like, nope, can't do anything. Sorry. And, like, so now I was dealing with them. Now I'm dealing with them as one force. Wow. So, and it's just like, I, I, I'm in a rock and a hard spot where I've had to pay for my, 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 my license three times already because, That's right. um, it was first the renewal. And you still don't have it. Right? And I still don't have it. Yep. And like the last time I checked, it said it was mailed on the 26th and I check every single day, every single day. They don't give me tracking information. They don't give me anything. It's a nightmare. May twenty-six. So you, you yeah. said something about you. You said you dig a hole and put your own mailbox. I would, but they don't. They don't. So where's your where's your mailbox? It's at a post office. Oh, you have so, a PO box. Yeah, so I have a PO box, right? And so if if they have like they have all the information, each PO box is assigned an address. Right. When you, so if something came in under my address, you they they send it back. They don't put it in the PO box. Why? I don't know. Because it's the United States Postal Service. Because driver's license cannot have P.O. box. And right. that's probably what it is. Right. It needs a, a physical side address. So, yes. But you, you don't have, have a problem. physical mailbox at home. I don't have a physical mailbox oh. at home. See, you almost have to. It's a giant nightmare. File yes. a forwarding order with the post office. Yeah. Why don't you a personal address? I do, I, okay. Uh, those two. I haven't done like box. it formally, but like uh, the second time I paid for it, Allie went there every single day oh. waiting for it to come in and never did. You know what you could do? And this is just like a temporary fix, just so you can have your license. Well, the thing is, is like I get a paper document that lasts like a month before right. it expires, and I have a work truck. Yeah. So if my license expires, yeah, I just have to. I, I literally, I have no choice. Yeah. I have to just buy another one. And I mean, AAA. Do you have AAA? I don't. I don't know if AAA's is AAA has a I know they do registrations. Yeah. And that's where I've been doing my registration. They do the ID, driver's license, and AAA. No? No, I don't oh, think so. God. No, you have to go in just so you can have the license for the real ID. You have to go for the real ID, that's why. Yeah. You can send it to our house. Well, so the way it was... And that's for your real ID, right? No, this is for my driver's license. Was that, but the real ID... Now the license requires you to have the real ID. They put you, like, because they have to have your physical residence address mm-hmm. on your driver's license. It's not a P.O. box. Nope. And, and, and so that's what they mail it to. And you've that's had it mailed to other addresses. I've had it mailed to other addresses. Uh, uh, not other, your other, uh, don't well, So the live. first time I bought it, it's sent to my dad's house, but I never reached my dad's house. And I think it's because I updated the, my address with my vehicles. Oh. <laughs> And then after that, everything just has been a nightmare. 
Yeah. So everything's just. And it's the same pool club that you go to, right? It's so the only one I can go to. I think they have oh, Saturdays. Like yeah. I want certain them places. DMV. Huh? They have like a one one month Saturday. Yeah, they have certain certain DMVs are open. You on just Saturday. there's certain DMVs, and I believe it's there. the one in Fontana. Yeah, I would go down there, but mm-hmm. they're just gonna yeah. They're just gonna send us go back to, the to post office, right. you know. Oh my so like I said, I'm at a I've been at a war with both these. Yeah. You know, if if I could literally like stand out there with a picket sign and shut them down, I would. Yeah. That would be one thing I would do. Can um, you FedEx it? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> I, like I don't oh, trust right. the United States Postal Service not only because they don't right. make a profit, but also because they don't do their job. Right. You know, like like. All they have to do is like, okay, it's the mailing address. Just match it. Like, it takes a couple extra seconds. You know, control F, type in like three numbers, and it's right there. Mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I can see that. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm. Okay, fair enough. What about a uh, alley system? Maybe you should get rid of your PO box and have your mail sent to your dad's. Well then, but then he, I will never. He'd have to change yeah. all of his uh, vehicles' his, names. Or well, the thing is, is um, in you certain do, conditions, all you do is change the address and the registration. You don't have to change. In certain conditions out. in the mountains, they check your ID because it's residential. That's only. why. Yes. In certain, in certain conditions in the mountain, like yes. if it's an R four condition or an R three condition, they'll check your ID. Yeah. And if your ID doesn't register with uh, that. Area so like it says they, they his dad's house they wouldn't let him up they won't let him go oh. so, yeah like who, who, who check who, who check so last year yeah the, the police, police literally they sit there they block it off last year at Waterman's Canyon they had a checkpoint for almost a month uh, why don't you have it sent to the police department <laughs> I don't know I, I mean go talk to them I just don't like the government there, I know but I mean there's like, some the rules the fact that I've had to deal with them. Has already been a nightmare. Yeah, just the fact just, that like I have to yeah. like pick up a phone and dial their number and deal yeah. with it. So the fact is that it's gotten this far is like it feels maybe, like maybe if you go talk to the police and tell them the situation. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, that you're you're, you're either way. You're, yeah. You're well, the thing stop. is, is like it's not it, it's not like most after I uh, reinstated, they can just look up my ID number and. They can just check it in the computer that it's already been renewed. But then now it's like proving to the officer that I've paid two or three times or, yeah. you know, I still haven't gotten the mail. That's the picture of it. No. And when you're doing online, you still have the picture. Pretty much, basically, he needs to go to the post office and the DMV yeah. person. Like, I literally have to yeah. like, have the DMV at the post yeah. office talk to each yeah. other at some point. It's the only way it's going to happen. It's like, mm-hmm. You're going to have to go to the DMV, talk to one of the people and tell them, hey, this is the problem I've been mm-hmm. having. Yeah. Send me to go post. Give me a now instead of yeah. later. Mention my name. Don't hurt your health. Right? They know me. Yeah, Matt's, Matt's son works with the United States Postal Service. I told him and you know, it's not much he can do because it doesn't go to his postal service. Yeah. If it went to his, it would have been fixed. Yeah, I'm sure he would, have, he would have fixed it. He would have brought it home with him instead of sending it back. But I've been dealing with it since December, so yeah. I'm hoping this time oh, finally comes finally in. Come so. To <laughs> so, yeah. Just keep that in prayer. Cool. Yeah. All right, that's pretty good. All right, let's pray out. Any others before I pray out? We're good. Good? Cool. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for this night, Lord. Thank you for everything that was said, Lord. Help us to 
write it on our hearts and minds, Lord. Just thank you for this time that we were able to have with each other, Lord, to study your word and help us get home safely, Lord. Just have your hand over us and protect us as we go home. And Lord, have your hand over everyone that's going to be at the uh, the chosen night tomorrow, Father. Or it's actually not good news night, Father, tomorrow. And Lord, just... Uh, Bring the people that are meant to be there, Lord. You you know you've already predestined it, Lord, and so we just ask that you would bring them and have your hand over them and, and have your hand over the entire night, Lord. Lord, uh, we ask your hand over Matt's health, Father. Um, I just hear that he's getting worse and worse because I know how he is when he gets his sinuses bad and it's excruciating to him, Lord. And so I just ask that you would you would ease the pain and ease the pressure, Lord. Do whatever it takes, Lord, but ease the pressure and just give him um, comfort, Lord, and peace. And Lord, we ask that your hand would be over um, Callie and Victoria, Lord. Just, Lord, like I was mentioning, whatever they're fighting, whether it's with you or um, just one of the tests that they have to go through, Lord, just whatever it is, just have your hand over the entire situation, Lord, and just bring them unto you, Father. Help them to... Uh, break that hardness if they are fighting you, Lord. Break that hardness so that they um, come to the realization that it's so much easier when they give in to you, Lord. But just uh, have your hand over the whole situation and guide them and lead them unto the right decisions, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over Nick's test that's coming up in two days, Lord. Just, Lord, give him the knowledge and help this studying to pay off, Father. That when he comes to question that you would remind him of the study that he did, Lord, in that area, and that it would just go according to your plan, Lord. Lord, if you meant to pass the test, then have to pass it. And Lord, we ask your hand over um, Roger, Father, just help him to get to that judge and um, get what he needs, Lord. Just provide his provide for his needs, Lord. You, you, we've read it before that you provided for birds of the air, and, um, that the lilies of the field are dressed in splendor, and all these different things, Lord. We just know that where you provide for the needs, Lord, we don't have to worry. And so I ask that you would provide for Roger's needs so he doesn't have to worry no more, Lord. And just give him what he needs, Lord. And Lord, have your hand over Mary Jane, Lord. Just remove this headache from her, Lord, and give her a peace and comfort that only comes from you, Lord. Because she's in a lot of pain. She, I know she loves it when she's here. Um, her and Leah both love it when they're here, Lord. And I haven't seen Leah because um, of her family, Lord. And I know she's still there watching online and um, probably calling us out on things at home or whatever the case may be, Lord. But, Lord, just, uh, just have them to find you and seek you with all their heart, Lord. And, Lord, uh, any pain or discomfort that they're going through, just ease their pain and discomfort and give them a peace and comfort. Them, Lord. And Lord, uh, have your hand over Aunt Janet, Lord. Just, Lord, you know the health issues she's dealing with, both cancer and all the different other ones, Father. And we just ask that you would have your hand over all of them, Lord. Lord, just heal the body, Lord, and give her strength. Help her to have a strength that comes from you. I think of um, Solomon, not Solomon, Samuel, Lord. And sorry, my mind went blank. Uh, 
just have your hand over and give her a strength sword. And uh, or we ask your hand over Thea's family and Thea father as they go out to Hawaii and to visit family, Lord. Just help them to be safe and have your hand over them and protect and guide them, Lord. Lord, uh, have them shine your light, Lord. Have them all just to seek you in all things, Lord, and that everyone that's out there would see that they serve you, Lord. And Lord, have your hand over my brother's MRI. Just, Lord, uh, have everything to go all right, Lord. You've provided this far, and we ask that you would continue to provide, Lord. That it would just be clear as always, Lord. Just have your hand over it, Lord. And Lord, we also ask for my grandma's travels and health, Lord. Uh, Lord, just with the health, Lord, just heal her father and give her a strength, Lord, so she, that she can continue to do what she wants to do, Lord, and help her to get out here safely, Lord, and that she would not have any troubles with the um, flights or anything, Lord, just to at all to go smoothly, Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over Jacob's whole situation with the DMV and the post office, Lord. I just can't imagine having to deal with something that's that crazy, Lord. Um, not only for one month, let alone for seven almost, Lord. Just help him to have this all settled out, Lord. Fix it all, Lord, and have it just be straightened out, whether it's on the DMV's end or post office end or both ends or whatever the case may be, Lord. Just fix it all, Lord. These crazy things, you can fix it, Lord. Just help it to all be to fix, Lord, and have it go accordance to what you need, need, Father. What he needs, sorry, Lord. And Lord, uh, give him a peace over this whole thing, Lord, because I know it could be very frustrating and having no peace because he has to keep spending money on these different things, Lord, that he shouldn't have to spend money on, Lord. So, Lord, just give him that peace and comfort, Lord. Lord, help us all to get home safely. In Jesus' name we say. Amen.